0: Amen talking about Jericho very historic piece of biblical history. Amen. So the lesson is coming from Joshua the 6th chapter. And the focus verse is verse 20. So the people shouted when the priests blew with the trumpets. And it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. The truth about God is... God can provide victory through unconventional means. And the truth for my life is I will follow God and trust Him for the victory. I for the victory. Amen. Um, I found some interesting uh, commentary in the lesson connection. Uh, talking about the Berlin Wall, um, it talked about that not all walls are defensive in nature. Some are designed to keep people inside. And so there was a case in point with the Berlin Wall, it separated East Germany from the West for nearly. Three decades, 30 years, and it became a symbol of the Iron Curtain. I'm sure you know, you probably have heard of that terminology, the Iron Curtain. And it was ultimately a barrier for progress, uh huh, and the unification of the nation. Uh, Sometimes uh, a wall can be your hindrance for you to progress. Uh A lot of times we build up walls, you know, we all are guilty, amen. We naturally build up walls, amen, from past experiences you done been through, you know, uh, some hurts, some pains that you done experienced in your life, And it's natural, as humans, we have a tendency to build up walls. But I'm here to tell you, now that you're in the kingdom, God is chipping down at your walls. He's chipping down at my walls. He's chipping down at everybody's wall that's in the kingdom. Huh? Because we have to be, what, open and vulnerable to the move of God. Uh huh. So, if we got all these walls up, how is God gonna get in? Huh? How is the Holy Ghost gonna have the right of way if we got up all of these walls? Uh, You gotta open up and let God in. (laughs) Come on, somebody. In order for you to have received the Holy Ghost, you had to open up. Can I get a witness? Huh? Uh, uh you had to let them walls down uh, because God is a gentleman. He ain't breaking in <laughs> to give you nothing. Oh, come on here. So naturally, this Berlin Wall was a hindrance because it kept the, the nation from coming together. We had this big division, East and West Germany. Mmm. So then President Ronald Reagan, I'm sure y'all, y'all remember his presidency, and he was famous for, you know, what he said to the president, Mr. Gorbachev. You know, y'all remember that? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Uh, y'all may remember that. You know, I was kind of younger in that time, but I do remember President Reagan. And over the next few years, what Reagan had said reverberated, becoming a rallying call, and the wall indeed fell. <laughs> oh, my God. So history has shown us the importance of simply letting the wall fall. <laughs> so we have now this challenge at Jericho (laughs) and you know you may see it as some big stones on a wall you know around a fortified city but this was more of a spiritual challenge than natural Uh uh-huh oh I'm sure that the nation of Israel when they saw it (laughs) their eyes probably got pretty big cause this wall was pretty big. (laughs) Oh, come on somebody. And so the lesson starts out where Sister Leach was teaching this morning that God gave Joshua an unconventional battle plan. (laughs) See, that's one thing that we need to realize about God. God is very unconventional. Uh, God's program don't fit in our program. (laughs) The way God do stuff, it'll leave you scratching your head. (laughs) Like, how did he do that? How did he perform that? You know, dealing with God, I mean, he'll just blow your human mind. Like, wow, wow. I mean, isn't that a beautiful thing when you serve God? So, let's deal with the word unconventional. Anybody have a definition? This is where we participate. Unnatural, not normal. Anybody have anything else to add to that? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, irregular, Uh uh-huh unfamiliar, unorthodox, uncommon. Well, it sounds like the move of God to me. <laughs> it's not based on or conforming to what is the general rule. Uh, because We have our own philosophy. We have our own way of thinking. We got our own way of doing things and operating. But God's is supernatural. Yes. yes. So here we have now a new generation of Israelites in the book of Joshua that have now experienced their own miracle of walking on dry ground. And God performed the miraculous and removed a great obstacle between them and their promise. Oh, my God. Twelve stones from a dry bed in the Jordan River. One from every tribe would serve as a memorial to a future generation. Oh, what kind of legacy are you leaving behind this morning? uh what kind of memorial do you have to pass along to this generation that's coming up behind you Oh that will speak loud to the power, oh my God, uh, of the great God that we serve, uh, Can they see uh, oh that it is a real true and living God because He worked in your life so mightily and so strong and so powerful. What kind of legacy are you leaving today? For your children, your children's children, your great, 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 great grand, oh, that it pays off serving God. Oh my God! And there is no other God like Him. There is no other God beside Him. He is a great, awesome, mighty terrible God uh, oh he is a true and living God uh, oh nobody like him nobody compares to him he's good uh, and his mercy endures to all generations uh, oh and we serve this God and we honor him and we reverence and we respect this God uh, what kind of legacy are you leaving Huh? That serving God uh, Leads to life eternal uh, If we do this thing right If we walk up right and we do that which is right In the eyesight of God uh, Heaven belongs to you uh, Oh I heard the old church uh, Say if you live right Heaven belongs to you uh, We don't sing songs like that no more huh? Because we got a generation Walking lap-legged crooked uh, Have no intentions of going heaven oh they are sexual having not the spirit oh my god they like getting excited oh but can't keep they sell money till saturday oh come on here don't walk up right can't live holy sanctified consecrated and dedicated to god but i'm here to remind you if you live right to you. (laughs) Woo! My God. I'm going to get there in a few minutes. Y'all just hold on. Oh, my God. And and so we have a journey here, an example of a new generation of Israelites. And the same way that Moses had to walk before God by faith, Joshua had to walk before God By faith. Oh, my God. He had to show the people. This is how we serve God. We believe God. We take him at his word. Whatever he says, yea, and it is amen. Oh, come on here. The Bible says that the just man shall live by his faith. Oh, my God. And so we have some principles here that God's methods and his pathway to your victory are different from your preference. Oh, well, let me sit right there for a minute. Now, I would prefer that I just wake up and be a multimillionaire. If I had my preference, I would prefer to have this perfect figure. Me and the pastor were joking with each other this morning. I said, you know, you're getting kind of buff up there. You know, your pecs, you know, pastor, working out, lifting weights. He said, yeah, but my gut ain't going down. (laughs) And I said, Oh, my God, it just don't seem to work out just perfect. You can work on one area, and then it's a whole nother. It just it just don't seem to work out. You can do all that walking. You can get on the treadmill. You can get on the bike. Oh, You can cut back on the fat and the sugar. Oh, come on here. And, you, you know, you lose some weight, you know. You'll see some signs, ooh, get my room in my little skirt. You, you know. But it just seems like something ain't moving. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Something ain't moving. Come on, somebody. And so sometimes things don't work out quite perfectly like we expect. Amen. <laughs> hey, that that, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. So, you know, if I had my preferences, you know, I wouldn't have no bills. You know, come on somebody. <laughs> uh, if I had my preferences. <laughs> yeah, no 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 bills, no responsibilities. You know, be like it was when you was a kid. And, 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 and you had no concept of being an adult and having responsibility. But we showed sure didn't appreciate it when we was a kid. And we was in such a hurry to grow up. <laughs> oh, come on here. That was everybody in the room. You was in such a hurry to try to be grown. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I'ma leave home and I get grown and I'ma get my own stuff. And now you looking back and say, I wish I would have stayed longer. My God. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> if I had my preference <laughs> But sometimes in life, things don't quite work out according to our preferences <laughs> because God's plan goes against the grain, <laughs> you, you know, and sometimes we have to come to the conclusion that our thoughts and our plans a lot of times foolish. We we didn't have wisdom (laughs) One teaspoon of wisdom Coming up with all these crazy plans for our life We just thought it was good We thought we was on top of the world We was invincible Them twenties and Couldn't tell us nothing We were so grown It lasted for a few days (laughs) Then this thing called life start hitting you. Woo! (laughs) God start dealing even stronger. Dealing with you when you was a child. And, you know, we pass it off as folks picking on us. And, you know, all the while he was tugging on us and trying to pull us out, you know. Uh Uh-huh. Come on here. uh, the teenage years, you know. Oh, my God. Ooh, we didn't look past that, my God. And in the 20s and the 30s, my God, God kept hugging and pulling on you even more. And some of us be saved early, some it was later, my God. But the way God goes about doing stuff, I never would have thought, you know, the people that he put in my pathway. Uh, come on, somebody. Uh, the ways that I went. You know, the church experiences that I had. I, I, if you would have asked me when I was growing up, I would never have thought about none of that. You know, how God led my life down that pathway. But you just got to come to the conclusion that everything that you experienced was ordained by God. Hmm. Life. Huh? Marriage and children and jobs and professions and, you know, all the things that you've seen and the things you've been. You just got to come to the conclusion that God allowed it to be so. Hmm. Yes. Yes. And so now they have their own experience, a new generation where they had to trust and believe in God's plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and we're here this day and time now where we have to trust and believe God's plan. Even though we're in the end times, you know, God put us here for such a time as this. We have to come to that conclusion. If He brought us through a couple of it and He left us here, we survived a whole nationwide in a planet global, uh, pandemic. God left us here for purpose. Huh? Huh? We got to be busy being busy about our father's business. What is it that God has purpose and plan for you to do for the kingdom? See, it's not about us. Huh? And they have to come to the conclusion. This ain't about us, but it's about God. Huh? Oh, my God. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Uh, Oh, my God. I just want God to shine through me. Oh, come on, somebody. Oh, my God. I want the light of God to shine through my life. Can I get a witness? Uh, You ought to want the light of God to shine in your life. Hmm. So they had... To first obey what the man of God told them in the instructions. Because there's a blessing in obedience. Huh? Oh, my God. So in Joshua chapter 6, it was, you know, reading and studying these scriptures. It was just mind-blowing to me. and I'm just going to read some of these scriptures here in your hearing. Because we have to choose to obey when we don't understand. Hmm? Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out. None came in. The Lord said unto Joshua, see, I have given it to thy hand, Jericho. He already told them. You already got it. Huh? But see, that's the thing that we got to understand. A lot of times, God will let you know ahead of time, you already got it, huh? But you got to do something to possess it. <laughs> God didn't already gave his people the victory, huh? But we got to be obedient in order to what? Possess. Mm. I've already given it to you. And the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor, you shall Come past the city, all ye men of war. Go round about the city once. Thus shalt thou do, how many days? Six days. mm mm-hmm. Okay. So they had to follow that number one. Then seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns, and the seventh day Ye shall come past the city seven times on that seventh day. Uh huh, y'all get that? And this number seven keeps on coming up. Well, what does the number seven symbolize? Uh huh, it says perfect number, the number of completion. Mm hmm. And the priest shall blow with the trumpets. So, Here you have detailed, God has laid out the battle plan. Uh, It didn't say nothing about sharpening your sword. It didn't say nothing about getting your slingshot ready. Didn't say nothing about getting your chariot and your horses. Huh? Oh, but God had a plan. Uh, Just like in the valley of Jehoshaphat, God had a plan. God, they had to make some noise when God told them to make some noise, and it confused the enemy. And God discomfited the enemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, come on. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn. Now, can you get the picture of what a long blast? Woo! You are part of God's church and you don't like noise. Uh huh. When God was telling his people all alone to praise him, huh? Oh my God, to sound the trumpet, uh, blow the ram's horn, uh, praise him on the timbrel, praise him on the loud instruments and organ, praise him. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph and shout, make quiet. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I, I appreciate it, Lord. Uh, you should lift your voice so heaven can hear you. Hallelujah. I praise you and I give you glory. Because your voice uh, is a trumpet. Uh, Your voice uh, is a trumpet uh, that is uh, is sending a loud noise to the enemy's camp. Uh, We coming, uh, and you coming down. You're going down. The church is going forth, and the kingdom of God is going up higher. Hmm. (laughs) You know what God was telling them? Y'all make some noise and let your enemy know you're coming. Woo! (laughs) Let them know you're coming. (laughs) Woo! It ain't going to be no surprise. Oh, my God. But they had to follow it down to the letter. Jesus. And so the seven priests. Uh, they gonna blow the trumpets, and then it'll come to pass when they make that lone blast with the ram's horns. When you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall what? Oh, uh, oh! I don't know if y'all got that. And all the people shall how? A- okay. Well, maybe y'all need. Practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, you, you practice. <laughs> so you mean to tell me we gotta practice, huh? We gotta put it in action, making some noise. Father, we're a great. Shout Let the enemy know we coming I may be going through some stuff the healing. You don't got a bad report. The CT scan doesn't show this. And you think that little cute quiet praise gonna bring you out, gonna bring out your son and daughter off a cracker, honey. You sadly say it. Huh, your voice, huh, your praise huh, gonna have to reach glory. I want heaven to heal. The ushers tell them to get a sheet, do whatever you gotta do, but baby, when I get through, (laughs) oh, some of y'all gonna have to break out. Uh, I don't care huh? if your neighbors sit next to you. Huh? They acting dead. To us, spiked up by the root. Huh? Oh, come on here! Huh? Oh, it's time for the Holy Ghost huh? to have the right away huh? for it to move some stuff, to shift some stuff, to break up your fellow crowd. Come on here! Huh? It's time saints huh? to advance the kingdom. Huh? We got to do it with the right sound, with the right praise, with the right attitude. We have the victory. Now it's time to possess. Jesus, maybe you ain't making the right kind of noise. Huh? Did he tell the man of God, tell them, come before me moaning and groaning and whining? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Did you see that? Yes. Y'all help me out. Y'all look in the scripture. Okay. Did he tell them to come past the compass city crying? After you make a long blast with the ram's horn, I want y'all in ashes and sackcloths, Huh? There was a time for ashes and sackcloth, but this ain't the time. (laughs) You got to know the time. (laughs) Oh, come on here. Uh, 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 Did it say? Come out here, and we're going to walk around looking defeated. (sighs) Because it looks so big. This trouble that's before me. Yes. It look real big. Yes. Yes. I'ma go to church. But I just don't know. Huh? Really? How y'all do? Come to the church already defeated. Come with your head down. Huh? Bring your stuff in. Praise the Lord. Huh? Sit down, your shoulders all down, your head all down. Huh, you rocking back and forth, closing your eyes. Huh? Stand in at attention. Show God I came, and I came with faith. Show God something. Everything I'm going through, it ain't going to get the best of me. I owe you. I owe you the glory. I owe you this dance. As a matter of fact, I'm a dancing in bed. Yes. Yes. As he, that's where the church has lost the art. You dance and you shout before you see the enemy go down. <laughs> Somebody, you rejoice before the miracle. You learn to rejoice, huh? Before you get the approval letter. My God, you learn how to give God the glory. Before you have to have the surgery. Give my God the praise. (laughs) Woo! Because I know I'm coming out on the winning side. You don't have a defeated attitude, huh? Because you know the God you serve. He has all power, yeah. and he rules, huh, and he reigns huh, in the affairs of men. He's in control. Yeah, yeah. yeah we well, gonna we'll get there. we we'll get there. So let, 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 let's keep reading that. So they shouted with a great shout. Then what happened, saints? And the woe did what? It fell down flat. Y'all hear that? And the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Huh? That's the plan. So here comes Joshua. And sometimes, you know, God can give a man of God some instructions. Something Unconventional. You know, go before the people, tell them what God said. I don't know if he hear God. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that don't sound like God to me. Uh. You know, we got questions. We like to be critical. You know, we like to be skeptics. You know, we got a church full of skeptics. Uh huh. Of what, what God said. That's why I tell y'all, you got to be careful now. Because God is paying attention to your response. He's paying attention to our attitudes. He's paying attention to how we're thinking about a thing. He already knows the intent of our heart. He can see us going and coming. He already knows. He already knows. Oh, so Joshua goes before the people. Called the priests. Told them what God said. Take up the Ark of the Covenant. Let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horn before the Ark of the Lord. Now, uh, this is kind of interesting because this is unusual for them to take the Ark to battle. This is going against the grain. This is something that don't usually happen. They don't take the ark to battle. Did y'all catch that? God is doing something he usually don't do. Hmm. I guess y'all will catch that. Because sometimes he's going to do some stuff for you that he usually don't do. (laughs) I guess they'll get that one tomorrow. Huh? That God is going to do some stuff in the lives of his saints that he usually don't. So they go and do what Joshua says. Hmm. And it says, he said unto the people now, after he deal with leaders, because God is going to deal with leaders 1st Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's tough sometimes when God deals with his leaders. Huh? Because, see, they got to be able to perform his word, huh? The word is going to be to the preacher and to the minister first before the people. Ooh, it'll slap us, huh? <laughs> oh, come on here. It, it, it'll bring some conviction to the preacher. Amen. Oh. Oh, amen. Oh, amen. Boy, God got some tough stuff for His leaders, and you want to be one? Oh, you had a big show. You call. Woo! Because let me me tell y'all something God got some big pills For his leaders to swallow He got a pill for you sister That they can't even get to the back of their throat You hear me You leaders Ministers Yeah He got a big pill for you to swallow (laughs) <laughs> oh come on here <laughs> He got some tough stuff Sure enough Y'all better read how he dealt with his leaders Amen Deal He dealt so Bigly and harshly with Moses But he was so anointed But he had to pay for that anointing <laughs> Woo He dealt heavily with Samson and the judges. There was a cost that came with that kind of anointing. Woo! Yes, sir. Y'all read how he dealt with the prophets. They had a heavy mantle. I would be very cautious calling myself a prophet. Because that office is very heavy. It's not an ordinary office. Because you are the mouthpiece of God. It's It's heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. Ask Elijah how heavy the mantle was. Ask old Jeremiah. You may have made fun. He was a weeping, crying prophet, but he had a reason to cry. It was a heavy mantle, Deacon. And only God's anointing could enable that man to go through all the hell he went through. It's the anointing of God that gets you through. Huh? Come on, somebody. Because it's heavy. Talk to Isaiah He'll tell you (laughs) It was heavy heavy. But you can best believe That man was so anointed (laughs) The prophets had a crazy Anointing Special But they had to pay up tell you this generation ain't willing to pay the cost huh, for that kind of anointing. Uh, they want a title huh, and a fancy name and light, huh, but they don't want to pay the cost huh, that it take huh, for God to shake heaven's salt on their life. Huh. You better make sure God is endorsing it, and I'm here to tell you huh, it ain't a pretty call, huh, but it's heavy because huh, it goes against the grain. So the priests take up the ark, then the people pass on, compass the city, let him that is on pass on before the ark of the Lord. Yes. Then it came to pass when Joshua had spoken unto the people that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns passed on before the Lord and blew with the trumpets. The ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. The presence of the Lord was with them. You better make sure you got God with you. Huh? You don't proceed without consulting God. Oh, that's a big lesson today. Amen. Y'all hear this in Sunday school. Amen. Don't proceed without consulting God. You better make sure God with you. Because <laughs> there's a whole lot of danger out there. I'm gonna share this with Me and the pastor, we were joking again this morning. Both of us had some pretty heavy dreams last night. Usually, I'm the dreamer. You know, occasionally, he'll deal with the pastor with a dream. And I told him my dream about being in a sea of alligators. And I got out the water. He said, you need to stop eating that stuff before you go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I got little snacks on my nightstand. Y'all don't know. So then he told me his dream. He said, I see some twin tornadoes. And it was a dome that was on the right side. You know, I can't tell it like he can tell it, but, you know, it summed it up. And I went through the dome, and I closed the door just in time because the wind came through. And I said, well... Sound like me and you both (laughs) had some pretty tough dreams about some danger and escaping out of some trouble. I'm here to tell you, (laughs) Saints, it's some some danger out there. (laughs) You hear me? And you better run to the house of God for safety as much as you can. You better stay under the ark of safety as much as you. You better stay covered under the blood of Jesus. You better pray and show no pray. Oh, you better make sure that you in God and God is in you. That you seek in the Lord while he may be found. You calling on him while he is near you forsaken your own ways. You repenting before the Lord. Making sure you get it right before him. While you got a chance. While the blood is running warm in your veins. Because there's some trouble coming. We thought we don't seen trouble over the past several years. Honey, you ain't seen nothing yet. Huh, double The pastor saw double, I saw a seed of (laughs) trouble. Yeah, yeah. You better get in God and you better stay in God. You hear me? (laughs) <laughs> this ain't the time to be missing in action This ain't the time to be backsliding This ain't the time to be throwing in a towel Quitting and trying to get back on Because it's hard to get back on honey When you get off it's hard To get back on with God Oh God ain't winking and blinking Oh he requires every man to repent huh? Oh come on here He not winking at our new not foolishness huh? and our nonsense huh? He got a standard huh? And he expected everybody to meet it Woo! That's right. And the door was Jesus Christ. He said, I am the door. (laughs) Oh, ain't no other way. Everybody else trying to go around the way? You a thief and a robber? Ain't no other way. It's Jesus and him only. That's what you better tell them when they ask you. It's Jesus. Him crucified. Paul said, that's all I choose to know. That's all. Gonna see some people in your pathway. That's no question. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. You got to be ready to give them an answer. Amen. Jesus and Him crucified. that. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> <I> know. Uh huh. <laughs> and you better get some alligator hide while you're at it. All you folks that can't take nothing, uh, you can't take constructive criticism when God sends criticism and tell you you ain't doing enough, you need to do more. Why? Because he sees potential in you. He knows you got the gifts, you got the ability, you got the talent, uh, but you want to sit on it. You want to make excuses. Oh, uh, you want to hide in the background and let somebody else do it. Uh, the devil is a uh, God is pushing you. He's pushing us. Given much is required. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's pushing us. Hmm. Wow. You notice there were some people that had to go before the ark. Hmm. God may tell you to walk. (laughs) <laughs> just walk. Sometimes that may be all he saying. You laying out before God and you seeking God and you praying to God. Huh? Sometimes it may be something simple. Just walk. Wow. Sometimes it may be just simple. Shut your mouth. you're going through some stuff because you want to naturally tell somebody right you naturally want to talk so you can release what the pressure and the stress right that's what we naturally do sometimes God say just be quiet huh sometimes we tell too much we let the enemy is sitting right there listening we give the enemies of God too much ammunition, so now we just talk too much. You should have learned from Joseph. You can't tell everybody your dream. You can't tell everything that God has said to you. It was to you. Uh, even your closest friends and family, they can't handle that. Okay. Just shut your mouth. Let God unfold it. <laughs> I had to learn that along the way. I'm telling you what I know. <laughs> I ain't telling you what I heard. Just let God unfold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he got a way of unfolding it. Huh? You ain't got to say nothing. You ain't got to brag about it. You ain't got to boast and wave a flag. God told me God going to bless me and he going to promote me and he going to do this. And You got to do all that. huh? You ain't got to wave no flag. Just let God move. Let him unfold it. <laughs> it may take a little time. Why? Because it's a process. A lot of times we run from the process, Elder. But see, it was a process that he dealt with the nation of Israel. They didn't get there overnight or where they can just walk around the city, shut up, not saying a word. He had to deal with the peoples. They had to grow up. Facts the scripture didn't say how long it took these folks to grow up. Hmm? They had to grow up, y'all. To keep your mouth shut that long. (laughs) They have to grow up. Because you know us now. You know church folk love to talk. Oh, elder, come on. Woo! My God. Uh, somebody said, Well, I would not, I would have just been quiet. You know you would by the second or the third day. You may have did good on one day. By day two. Day three. <laughs> we all would have been day four. Here come day five. And I still can't say nothing. Preachers, <laughs> my God, <laughs> we used to preaching and teaching and going hard for the Lord, and the Lord say, "Shut up, seven days, to shut up, shut up." <laughs> that was the miracle right there. <laughs> it was a miracle. <laughs> Just to follow orders. Be obedient and following the order of God. Jeez, some tough stuff, Elder. It's a, lot of scen- it's, a, it's a lot of scenarios going on now. Wow. So then the people, <laughs> I'm gonna get down to it. Where where am I at? And the armed men went before the priest, blew the trumpet. And the real word came after the ark. God had an order, shout order. The priests going on, and they did what? They blow him with the trumpets, like God said. Joshua commanded the people, saying, What? Ye shall not shout nor make any noise with your voice, neither shall any word. Oh, don't make a single peep with your voice. That's a little tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you couldn't even do this. You couldn't even grunt. Say don't make a noise with your voice. right there because you know them coins is hurting I need a friend, somebody to help me carry on. <laughs> you know, that was some leaning days. <laughs> baby, whoo, whoo, you know, they had to be conditioned. baby. <laughs> Now, see, we ain't conditioned in this day and time, but they had to do a lot of walking in their day. Yeah, uh, go, Come on, somebody. They, walk, they, walk. they walked. You know, when we was young, we used to walk up to the little store. We walked. It wasn't all this driving up the street and driving around the corner. We weren't wasting that kind of gas. We not turning no cars on to just go up the street to the store. You walked. Uh, I walked, baby. They'll go get that pressed ham. Whatever my dear said, I had to get. I walked. Walk, walk, walk. This generation ain't used to no walking. That's Talking I walk. about walking the neighborhood, they been passed out. Walking. Mean, walking? walking. They got them little scooters now. You know their generation got everything. They got them little hoover boy. they get their hoover. That's all they got to do. They get on that little scooter, that four-wheeler. We have all that. All we have was what? Legs. That, that brings up a good point because for the simple reason, the Joshua, it don't say it, but Joshua had to get those people in physical shape Woo! before they started around that wall because there baby. couldn't be no quitting no. baby baby baby, baby. you had to be physical fit to go around the city yes, seven times seven. God wasn't sending them out to be a failure so he had it was his job to get y'all physically fit as well as spiritually and then the seventh day, right, Sister Leach, they had to go seven. It wasn't halfway. It was a round off. Oh, And you see how much you need God. To, you don't think you need God in every area of your life to give you strength, to give you endurance. They have to have some endurance to go through that. You, you need strength. Shout Lord, I need strength. In order to do the work for the Lord, you need to the trick of God, even in your natural body, to be able to withstand. You can't do nothing flat on your back in bondage. Oh, you need God to give you strength. You need strength. <laughs> no, sir. Don't y'all see the hand of God moving? <laughs> so down in verse 12, it said, Joshua got up early in that morning. The priest took up the ark. Seven priests bearing the seven trumps, ram home before the ark of the Lord, went on continually and blew with trumpets. The armed men went before them, but the reward came after. The ark of the Lord, the priest going on, blowing the trumpets. Second day, they did that, returned it to the camp. So y'all see that? Each day, they had to do God's business. Oh, that's a message right there. Each day, they had to go out, do what God told them, and then go back home. No. Y'all didn't catch that. Even though God had already told Joshua before he even gave them instructions that the city was theirs, they had already had the victory. They had to go each day without seeing that wall come down. They had to do what God said and then go back home. Hmm? And sometimes, there's some seasons in your life. God will give you instruction. Take you a while to see the results, but you will see it.